Welcome back, Cal and listeners. This is Methodical Millions, episode 42. Thanks everyone for tuning in today. Cal, now with the new year, I started to think about what my goals were for 2021. And I wanted to talk about a topic, which is be intentional. What I mean by that is what are we going to focus on moving forward? How does that impact one's life and what happens if you don't? So I guess I would start by saying my first example I've seen is if you ever follow a YouTuber, so a content creator who is on Twitter and a lot of them like to recap their years, what their goals are. And the most common I've seen are I'm at 5 million subscribers. I want to get to 10 million. So they'll say something like 10 million YouTube subscribers. 1 million Twitter followers, and they set these milestones. And what I think the purpose of that is, besides wanting to hit a goal that someone sets for themselves, is that without actually setting it and writing it down, I don't think it'll manifest into something. And it's almost like without having that written down and having that purpose and focus, by some absurd luck, will you run into that? And My example is, will you become a good swimmer if you don't swim? If you're on the mountains hiking, not a chance. So being able to decide what you intentionally want to work on, I think is a really big factor of personal fulfillment, personal success. And no matter how small the goal is, you're essentially coaching your mind into that behavior and what your resting place is in terms of where your mind sits. And I think It's important because once you kind of calm down for the day, you're not reacting to things. Maybe you're at home or you're just relaxing almost in a state of meditation. If you don't have those goals, I think ultimately that's what sets someone apart from the average. And if I look at my own life, how different it is five years to today and at a snapshot in time, one might say, okay, well, this is who this person is, nothing special, but the progress I think is really immense. And a lot of that does come from the internal focus of the mind, I find. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to say for ourselves and our listeners, what is something you want to be intentional on this year and why, as well as what makes it so important for you? Yeah, you make amazing points, John. Starting the new year, I do have some financial targets for me. That's my priority. And the reason for me to hit those numbers is because I have other plans that I would love to start participating in or dedicating time to. And I find with having the funds available that will get actually to where I want to be. So it is important to be, like you said, intentional. It's not with a stroke of luck that an athletic swimmer became an athletic swimmer. As you mentioned, you have to have intent. You have to be completely focused and dedicate the time. And we all have dreams. And the difference between someone who made it and someone who didn't make it having the same dream is that the person who did just was focused enough, didn't let things put him down. As you said, five years ago, you and I even were very, very different from where we are today. So even though I think in the grand scale of things, when looking at the big picture, we still had the same dreams as we do today. Although I would say that arguably we have even bigger dreams now than we ever had before. The grand picture is the same as we have a general direction. 
But the difference is that between what we're doing today and what we did five years ago, perhaps five years ago, we just had the plan and had the dream and didn't do too much about it. Where maybe as opposed to approaching today, not just that one day that we just did everything and started it, but it just comes with time. And that's where it really showed, right? It really reflected on where we are today. So maybe through four years and three years, we were just a bit better every year and just taking it more seriously, dedicating more time, saving a bit more money, studying a bit more, reading more. And that has just shown now where we are today. I'm incredibly excited. I'm very excited for 2021. For me personally, I just feel I've never started a year as prepared as I am today. Arguably getting into 2020, I had the same kind of enthusiasm, same kind of preparation, but I just feel that I have a lot in my toolbox right now. I have a lot more than I did a year ago, significantly more because a year ago is not that long ago at all. It feels like yesterday. I know what I had a year ago in terms of knowledge, in terms of tools, in terms of preparedness and planning and what I have today. And even though I would be very happy with what I had a year ago, it's just that much more that I have coming into 2021 that I feel incredibly more enthusiastic about it. I'm so excited. I feel like I can't wait for Monday, first quote unquote working official business day of the year. I have it planned week by week, month by month, up to the year end. And I feel that with what I have, my targets are achievable, reasonable. And once they have been reached, it would be very, very satisfying. And it's an arbitrary target. So I'll be moving it and adjusting it as we go. But I think that general checkpoint in my life that I want to get to is very much achievable and doable. Yeah, I've been thinking about probably for the last couple months, actually, since I just moved, I want to start a YouTube channel. And the history with that is, of course, you've heard of the music background. I did have a YouTube channel probably 10 years ago where I'd post cool music. And I remember posting an album that leaked. I would get millions of views per song and it kind of blew up. So that was my first exposure to that. But I didn't actually make any ad revenue that went to the artist, thankfully, and record label. But I want to revisit that, make a channel or two. And I'm thinking of doing a DIY for landlord style around the house fixes, just basic shelving or maintenance and whatever I need to do, because I'm not particularly experienced in that field, but I got to get it done. And the first thing I do is I YouTube these things. I've done a handful of stuff at this point, but I'm not totally happy with the videos I'm watching, whether it's sound video or how it's recorded. And it's essentially just saying, well, I don't have a huge vision with it. It's more of a short purpose goal. So if I have to do this labor and I have to do these things and learn them, why not also learn how to make a YouTube channel in the modern way and put some time into content creation and practicing that? So that is the first channel I'm going to give a go at. The second one is going to be a cooking show. So I've been a huge skip the dishes addict for a while. That's how I like to get my food. I always convince myself my time is better spent elsewhere, but I want to explore cooking and restaurant style dishes that I like. Can I make them? So what's the goal there? It's essentially another iteration on my goal of making a YouTube channel. And I want to go through that process of 
filming, editing, and releasing and seeing what happens. So not too grandiose with the vision, but very purposeful, very intentional, I would say. So without having that frame of mind, I don't think I would have started one. So I've been thinking about it for a while, a couple months now. That is my super short-term goal. I think I want to get at least one video done by end of January. So stay tuned for that. I'll post it up on our show notes on the website. Exciting stuff. You know, which one you're going to be releasing first, the cooking or the home improvements videos? Yeah, I have a video in mind. I started putting up a guitar stand above my keyboard in my office. It's a small room, nothing spectacular. But because of that, I had to make good use of space. And what I did was I've got my computer set up and then on the opposite wall is a keyboard. I'm slowly trying to declutter and set things up. So I hung a guitar on the top of the wall. I've got one more to go. I really want to get a bass guitar, slowly get back into the producing for the fun of it. So that wall is going to be my setup when not being used. It's a good use of space that way. And I think it looks really cool. So they're essentially angled. Most are vertical, which I didn't like. So I had to take some time to research and find an angled style that you can almost do horizontally, but it's on a slight angle. I think it looks fantastic. So I did one to make sure I knew what I was doing. And I'm going to post a video on the second one. Again, I don't care if no one watches it. I just want to go through the process of making it. And I know if someone wants to find out how to wall mount something, a shelf or a stand like that, I don't think there's 10,000 videos. Maybe there is. Who knows? It's an experiment to learn how YouTube ranking works, how maybe hashtagging or titling or all those things. And I think if you're going to build a personal brand around a project or expose yourself to the internet, put yourself out there. I think knowing how to make a channel, knowing how to do things on Twitter or Instagram are essential. So this is a small step in that journey towards being exposed, being out there. The cooking channel, my goal is to do dishes I really enjoy and perfect them. So I haven't decided on that style of video yet. So I might do the DIY one first, just because it's a little bit more queued up. But why do I want to try both is because those are things I want to do personally, I want to get value out of doing them. And I don't want to feel like I'm just laboring away. So it's a way for me to mix them. And I think why I want to do both is because I don't want to have my whole YouTube endeavor reliant on a bad topic or things like that. And also, I think both will give me a different perspective on what works, what doesn't. Maybe one will teach me something different. I've always liked that style of doing different things at once because it takes away the paralysis of not doing anything. And again, as I said, my personal mantra is there's always more than one right answer for things, which that really is in practice what I'm doing. So it's not about, I can't make this video, it didn't work. I'm going to go back to my day job. I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm trying. So it's essentially doing exactly what we talk about. So I wanted to share that with our listeners and explain that's my short-term goal. So I do want to hear from everyone else. Definitely send us your feedback. Cal, what do you think of that? Do you have anything else on your list that's a little bit different, maybe short-term? What are your thoughts? I just want to say I'm so happy that you shared that with our listeners because that's a prime example of you have hardly any prior YouTube experience besides what you mentioned earlier with the music. So it's a new experience for you. It's a learning process and you're just sharing it with the world. Even if you think you find these influencers or YouTubers with millions of subscribers, they didn't start that way. 
it's always easy for us to notice them because the subscribers and their videos. And we think that couldn't be that difficult for them to get that far. But all of them started with one subscriber. It's amazing. Yesterday, I came across an old tweet from J. Cole. When he was tweeting, he had 500 followers on Twitter and how grateful he was. And he was so happy because even though it's a small number for him, that it was kind of a big deal for someone who wasn't famous. And that was, I think, in April 09. And look at him now. So I personally don't listen to his music, but just to know that he made it much bigger than he was 12 years ago. That's the thing is you're passionate. You have the intent. You want to do something. You go for it. It's funny you mentioned about the YouTube as well, because I actually was thinking about that too for quite a while. And I'm thinking of doing automotive information, informative video thing, teaches people more about very, very basic stuff. I'm not talking about how to even do an oil change. I'm just talking about regular car maintenance, general questions, driving habits, safety methods. Although I'm not as invested, I would say, in that idea for now, but I've been pondering that thought for quite some time. And I think if I were to start a YouTube video, that would probably be my first goal because it's just something I'm so familiar with, something I'm passionate about. I would like to think I'm pretty good at. We have at our disposal so many tools, so many platforms and mediums of communication that we can reach out to others. It kind of really takes the excuse out of it, right? There's a lot that I learned from watching videos and reading blogs and articles more than actually books. I find it pretty effective because the thing is, I don't just get my information from one article. So if there's a topic I'm interested in, I would read and watch videos of multiple resources on the same topic. And that's when I know some of them would say things that are true and others would have other methods, not to say one is right, one is wrong, but there are some consistencies in there that every single one of them seems to say or point out. So that's what I know that this piece of information in theory is possibly very true. And when I go put it in practice and I notice it's effective or true, then I know it is. So I was just thinking that going back to what I wanted to say is if I had YouTube 20 years ago, when I was a teenager at the time, I would have been way better off than I am now. Even though the internet was available and we had internet at home, I just didn't use it very much because the whole household had one computer, didn't have too much access to it. The connections was just a bit slow, but we didn't have things like YouTube or social media or a bunch of articles. And even if I did, I just didn't have the ability to access it as frequently as I would like. So I'm thinking with today, having all of that, literally with a click of a button can actually get you where you want to be. So you can find all that information. I bet you there are videos on YouTube to teach you on how to start a YouTube channel or what you need to know before starting a channel. I'm sure you can do that. It's crazy. All that information is available online and very easy to access. So it doesn't have to be a YouTube channel. It could be anything. But my top plans for the year right now isn't as precise as yours in that sense. But I'm very determined to reach my financial goals this year, which I know you are too as well, John. But I'm just saying that at the moment, that's where I'm focusing my attention to because this could be a pivotal year for me in terms of how things can turn out if and when I reach my target. Fingers crossed, let's get there. Yeah, it's important to have goals for sure. Whether it's something small on your own level, which I presume is for a lot of people, don't let that make you think that it won't turn into something. That is what the takeaway is, which is be intentional about what you're doing every day and why. Without that, I think 
you will have to be reactionary and whatever life throws at you will be outside of your control. And I think there's a huge difference in perspective that way. And you said a good word, Cal, which is toolkit. When I review my year and I look at all the Excel charts or processes about how I record things I want to get done every day, just basic stuff like that, I've realized I have built a toolkit as well. And these are the things that once we put into motion, we don't really lose them. They do make us better. The beauty is that everything is up for debate. You can change, you can add, you can remove things that maybe aren't working. And that is truly the beauty of life, which is if you have a intentional mindset or a creative mindset, you can create, you can do lots of things. I want to give a shout out to Elon. So Tesla just delivered half a million cars this year in 2020. Can we take a moment to pause and say, I was one of the biggest fans and in 2017, when the Model 3 was released, it was either slightly before or after, there was an earnings call and all the analysts said, this is impossible, you're not going to do it. You don't even have a factory built. How are you going to build half a million cars? Do people even want a half a million of your car that you haven't even announced? And they hit that goal. So I'm not taking away from the immense success and achievements. I'm actually saying that was not possible without intentionality without Elon Musk and the team saying, we're going to do this, that wouldn't happen. So that is a great example of a macro style intentional thought in terms of a huge multi-billion dollar business. And I think they just became sixth or eighth in terms of biggest market cap. And shout out to Bitcoin, which is also on its heels. So did Bitcoin hit 50,000 Canadian? At the time, just past New Year's when we're recording, 44,000 Canadians. So it's a little bit off topic, but just want to shout that out there. Yeah, intentionality is the essential building block, I would say, to anything in life, to success, to happiness, to peace, to being fulfilled. I think intention is where discovery happens. I think it is intertwined in everything. I think it is a main ingredient for someone's health, for someone's purpose. So that's what I wanted to say. Just a quick shout out to everyone on that topic. So I think we'll leave it there. Cal, any closing thoughts at all on that? Yeah, I just want to point out as well, correct me if I'm wrong, but Tesla, when they set that goal of hitting half a million cars in one year, I think the initial goal was actually to hit it way before 2020, correct? So it didn't discourage them as a team, as a company to keep going by not hitting that goal earlier. And getting to that goal actually way sooner than anyone would have thought. Anyway, they're reaching for the moon to get to the stars. They got to the stars just at a different time frame. So to remind people that if you don't get to your goal this year, it just shows how far you've come from the beginning of the year and just keep going at it. The start of the year and end of the year is just a date, but it doesn't really mean much without you making something out of it. So it's fantastic for them. Their market cap is way beyond pretty much any manufacturer in the world right now. And his net worth has grown substantially. He's actually not that far off from Jeff Bezos as we speak. And that's insane considering he was half Jeff Bezos' net worth less than six months ago. So absolutely amazing. 
the reason we keep talking about Elon Musk is because it's just inspiring story. And whether you love him or hate him, you got to admire the work and dedication that he put into it. And the more you read about him, the more people can appreciate and respect that he threw everything he had at Tesla, SpaceX, Neuralink, and the Boring Company, all those and others just to get to where he is today. And he's not stopping. This is just the beginning for him. So for our listeners, this is it. What's stopping you? Nothing, really. It's just you. This could be your year. I would say this will be your year. This will be everyone's year. So it's really what you make it. So just to remark on the half a million car number, the original goal was 2020. And I remember that goal was pre-Model 3. I'm sure the Model S numbers were anywhere from 50 to 80,000 cars delivered. And let's give it a 10x in five years. And no one thought that was possible except for him. And as soon as the Model 3 reservations came out at about 400,000 orders, he advanced that goal to 2018. Super optimistic. I think there was some battery pack delays and learning how to mass produce a new car, become a new manufacturer while building, while hitting goals. So although it was challenging doing engineering feats and learning, that is why actually He's definitely up there for me as well, because just listening to that story makes me realize what's possible and why can't I throw up a YouTube channel while I'm doing everything else? It's so small in the scope of things. Learning and growing and doing all these things in tandem with each other is possible. Putting that into your mind and saying, yeah, it's no big deal. I'm just going to go do it, I think is the reason why progress is done. And although people have their struggles or their moments and life's not perfect, being able to get back into that frame of mind is huge. And again, I think that is a big takeaway there, which is how to get in that mindset is important. So with that said, let's wrap up today's episode. That was Methodical Millions, episode 42. If you'd like to follow future episodes, you can find us at methodicalmillions.com or info at methodicalmillions.com for episode feedback. Thanks, everyone.